Welcome to episode 15 of Tuesdays and Thursdays, the podcast. I'm your host, Damian L. Butler, and today's episode is all about resilience. Every now and then, we hit a spot where we have to deal with a crushing blow of defeat, failure, rejection, or whatever else you want to call it for us not to get what we want. We're going to talk about how to recover from that and how to keep things going. Tuesdays and Thursdays of podcast. Here we go. Okay, so what is resilience and why is it important? The definition online, you know, I love my online dictionary. Oxford Online Dictionary defines resilience in two ways. Number one, the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. They have a synonym of toughness. And the second definition is the ability of a substance or an object to spring back into shape. It has elasticity or flexibility. Both of those uh, definitions are, one is more human than the other, but they both can be used to describe a person. Things happen all the time and people don't get their way and, you know, they, they, they lose things. They fall short. And they have to get back and keep going. So having the ability or the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties is going to be key to being successful. Because in this game of success, you hear the word no way more than you hear the word yes. The yeses are always more fruitful and you enjoy them more. But no is easier to say. So we hear it quite a bit more. But how do we keep going and push past it? That's what resilience is all about. Why is resilience important? Because, I mean, I know that's not a real answer, but because it, it's, it's, it's necessary because we're going to hear the word no more often than we hear, hear the word yes. We're going to run into difficulties and things are not going to be as easy as we want them to be. Things are going to come up and we have a plan and things go opposite of that plan. Is a uh, thing called Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. And when those things go wrong, resiliency is how you get over them and get past them and achieve your goal, complete your mission, and get to the point of uh, satisfac- satisfaction and completing your task. Resiliency helps you get over the humps. Resiliency helps you get out of the hole. And resiliency lets you know that it's not the end of the world. Where does it come from? Training. It comes from having a uh, particular state of mind. It comes from uh, being in a particular environment. It it comes from a process of understanding the ups and downs, the ebb and flow, the peaks and valleys of life. When do we need it? All the time. Even when we get what we want and we're successful, and we have to make sure that we don't get too far out of pocket, you know, too far out of the box that, you know, we, we're not preparing ourselves for a downturn. You know, we, we, as in people, I say, you know, we always expect the worst, plan for the best. That's a, a resilient way of thinking about things because you just 
have an idea of what could happen and then you know what 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 you're going to do if bad things do happen so what it is why is it important where does it come from and when do we need it oh and that that fifth w of who you me and everybody in between we need it we need to work on it and here's how we develop it while I was in the Army, I had the opportunity to be a resiliency trainer. And the Army has a program where we have 14 skills that we teach to develop resiliency so that we can create an environment to help grow it. Everybody should go through resiliency training. We do our best to get everybody through it, but it doesn't always happen. The 14 skills that we talk about uh, we're going to address three here, and they're important. I think that they're the quickest that we can uh, quickly learn and use right away based uh, instead of going deeper into all the Army curriculum, which I don't want to do and I'm not allowed to do. So we're going to just touch on uh, putting things in, per in perspective, hunting the good stuff, and what they call ATC is activating and activating events, thoughts, and consequences. We'll break those down a little bit to help you get to a point of disappointment and then back into fighting a good fight. Starting with putting it in perspective. It, it simply means let's look at this from an objective point of view where we're not in our collective feelings. We're not being emotional and we can look at it from both sides of the situation. One of the one of the areas where I ha I've had to use this most recently is just going through you know job interviews. You you get called in, you get excited about the opportunity. You really want the opportunity, but you never know what the other side of the table is really going through. Are they calling you just so they can check a block? Are they calling you because they really want you on their team? Are they calling you just because they have to? Understanding that process has helped me kind of get through not getting called back, uh, not getting a job, or just not getting any feedback whatsoever. So understanding when I was on the other side of the hiring table that I had to read resumes and make a choice of a group of people that sat in front of me giving me information about who they are, what they want to do, and how they're going to fit on my team, you know, there were a lot of things that... They, I just didn't talk to the other person about the team that I was on or if I was doing the hiring by myself, it's a decision I have to sit down and make. And there are other things going on besides these job interviews. School's about to start. You know, work is being done. Missions are going on. So people have things to do that don't involve me or my feelings or you know, what I'm going through and trying to transition, figure out what I want to do long term or if I want to do this job. All these things come into play. And now it's like, OK, just like I have a challenge and I have to make a decision. They have a challenge. They have to make a decision. So it's important to understand all the things that go into the decision. Now, at the same time, you look at these situations, you want what you want, but you don't have it. 
So putting it all into perspective is, okay, they have a challenge, I have a challenge, and then I may not even want to be on this side, on this team because of whatever's going on in the organization. It might be a sign for something that, you know, you don't want to deal with later on. It might be an opportunity for you to hone another skill. It might be something that comes out of it that you didn't expect, but because you went through this process and you were able to step back and view it from a different lens of not being emotional, not being uh, emotionally tied into every little process or every minute that ticks in the clock and they don't call you back, you were able to get a, a, a new perspective on the whole process. Putting things into perspective is something that helps you kind of get through and see a new way of doing things. Once you get back and you have a new way of doing things, you can kind of regroup, you know, get yourself back into shape because you're not all bent out of shape because you didn't get something you wanted, but you have a, a chance to make an adjustment, you know, get back to square one and restart your process. So putting in perspective, that's one of the three skills that I think are important in developing resiliency. Very easy one to do. A very easy skill, a resiliency skill to use is hunt the good stuff. Very simple. Look for the good in the situation. No, you didn't get the job. You didn't get the scholarship. You didn't get the co-op. You didn't get the opportunity you wanted. But you got a chance to, to see the organization, see another side of the organization that you haven't seen before. Because a lot of times you just see organizations and opportunities through the internet or through someone else that told you about it and you've never really been connected to it personally. You may have gone in this, into this organization and seen some things you didn't like. You know, you met some people or you just don't like the work area. The break room was just different. It's too dark in there. There's not enough light. Or they got you right by the window. There's no shade. No, you're going to be in the sun every day. and Or you're going to be sitting in front of a window facing a brick wall. Whatever it may be, you had an opportunity to see something that you were able to avoid. Find the good in the situation. I mean, it, it, it's, it's there. You just got to dig a little bit deeper, stop being emotional, and go past the surface. Hunt the good stuff. Sit down, think about all of the things that can positively come out of this experience. Be it seeing an organization from the other side, meeting some of the co-workers that you may not have gotten along with that well, or finding out that this commute is a little bit longer than you expected, or the company is not who you thought they were. Find the good in the situation to get you back to square one so you're not been out of shape, emotionally connected, and in a bad place. Get back to where you need to be focused, where you can execute the tasks and skills you need to execute to continue to be successful. Because this, this one person telling you no is not the last time you're going to hear no. It's not the end of the world. And you got to keep going anyway. Find the good in it. Learn from it and move on. Activating events, thoughts, and consequences. What's really going on? What are you, what, what are you really mad at? What is, what is the event? that has set you off, what activated your emotions in this particular way. 
what are you thinking about? Because right now everything is in your head. I mean, you don't know what the situation is on the other side of the table. You don't know if they want to give you the job, but their boss is saying that they can't give you the job because it's reserved for his nephew, his niece, or whoever else that he, you know, made a promise to that the hiring team, you know, has to fulfill. It, it may not be the hiring manager's fault that you are in this situation. So what's going on? What What are you thinking about that's putting you in this place of discomfort? Then what is that thought going to do? You know, what what does that having that thought? What what are the consequences of that thought? What is what, what are the emotions attached? What are the actions that may come from it? So you sit back, you take a breath, and you you regroup and figure out what's happening. Why am I in this situation? You know what what's the cause and effect? And if I follow through on this path, you know what's the end result? You don't want to shoot yourself in the foot twice. I mean, you're in a situation where, okay, one, you, you don't, you didn't get the situation or, or the position that you wanted, but you don't want to do something crazy and ruin the next opportunity with maybe the same company or the same group of people that recommended you or, you know, were just looking at you to fill a, a role. No means new opportunity. So take it, you know, with a grain of salt and understand that, you know, it's all a learning process. It's all part of getting you from where you are to where you want to be. Put things in perspective. Look at it from the other side of the table. Look at it you know, from the other side of the coin. What's the other side of the story? What's happening in between that you may not know about? Hunt the good stuff. What are the good things that, that come out of this situation? What have you learned and what skills have you been able to uh, exercise or improve? And more importantly, what's activating these thoughts and what are the consequences of these thoughts? Are the consequences going to be positive? Are they going to help you grow? Are they going to set you back? Resilience is a skill that is much needed in today's society. Everybody needs to have this skill. Everybody, everybody, everybody. The earlier we start teaching it, the better off we'll be. The earlier we start looking for opportunities to learn it, the better off we'll be. We have challenges at, you know, in the K-12 environment that go on through college into the professional workplace. And then we run into problems, people being passive aggressive, people being cynical, people just being outright selfish and don't develop, you know, the, the skill of empathy and we have workplace issues. People don't communicate well because they don't have, they're holding on to things that happened so long ago and they're still bent out of shape and they haven't developed the skill or the ability to spring back into shape after a traumatic experience. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be traumatic, just a, a negative experience that they've held on to. You have to learn how to let things go. As they say, roll off the, you know, let the water roll off the duck's back and, and keep it pushing. If you recognize that it's a challenge for you, find some ways to change your perspective. Write things down. Put it on paper. 
this is what's happening. These these are some things that could be going on on the other side. You know, these are the good things or the think of the consequences of your actions because those those are big. The consequences of your thoughts are something that you need to take into consideration because that's going to be you know that that's the that's where it all begins. What are you thinking about? Slow it down and build up some skills. Talk to people. You're not the first person that has gone through this situation. Yes, it sucks. It you it, you're not getting what you wanted, but talk to somebody and say, "Hey, this is this is what I'm thinking. This is how it looks. This is this is what it is. What do you think?" Get their uh, their view of it, their idea, or they may know exactly what's going on because they may be you know someone you can talk to that was on the hiring board or the scholarship board or the admissions board or whatever the situation may be. They may have recommended you, and they can give you some feedback. Use the tools that you have, the people around you, the books you can read. Find ways to release stress, get it off you, and let people help you through it. Understanding it's not always about you. No one is out to get you. And for the most part, people want to see you successful. But there's just not always room for everybody to succeed here. You have what we what we need, but... You're one of five people and we only have three slots. There's another opportunity for you to do this, you know, program or have this job or this opportunity comes up again next year. You're young enough or you're in a good place where you can come back and get it again next year. These next few people ahead of you, they're ahead of you for a reason. We've seen them before. We've developed a relationship with them and those relationships matter. Take some time to figure out what's going on. And it's, it's not something to always get bent out of shape about. You're not always going to find the answer. But when you take time, you kind of give yourself a chance to breathe. To understand that life goes on. Life is still coming. And I need to be ready for it. Your ability to bounce back. Your ability to be flexible. Uh, your durability in in the process of of growing up and becoming a leader, becoming whatever it is that you want to become. There's a process. And if you can't go through the process, you're never going to get to the end. Resilience helps you through that process. There are going to be some bumps. There are going to be some scrapes. There are going to be some times where you don't get what you want. Drive on. Keep growing. Develop the skills that you need to be successful. Take a deep breath. Think long and hard. Come up with a new way to solve this problem. Teaching resilience is not always fun because people don't always want to hear what you have to say. And I understand that because they they want what they want and there's no reason why I shouldn't get it. But little by little, Day by day, we develop these skills. One skill that we need to develop is knowing when to take a break and let things set in. 
We're going to take a quick break, let you think about all the things that we talked about and how to be more resilient. We'll be right back to close out this episode with the 7C model for developing resiliency. back and as we close out this episode I did some research and found uh, that Dr. Ken Ginsberg he's a a well-known pediatrician he created a a model calls it the 7c model of development resiliency and his video posted on healthychild.org healthykid.org and he talks about developing children with confidence competence Connection, character, contribution, coping, and control. He says that these seven skills taught early to help children develop the confidence in their decisions, the competence in how to make good decisions, the character to make good decisions, the ability to contribute to society or the, their social circle, how to cope with things when they go wrong, and how to have self-control so that they don't make rash decisions and get a better understanding of how what they do to themselves and to others creates a cycle. The seven C's by Dr. Ken Ginsberg. The 14 skills taught by the U.S. Army, the three we went over today, put it in perspective, hunt the good stuff, and understanding the activating event, the thoughts, and the consequences. Resiliency matters. It's emotional control. It's emotional intelligence. It's being able to get over not getting what you want and how to keep going and find what you want. Helps you get to where, helps you get from where you are to where you want to go without getting stuck in a bad situation. The capacity to recover from difficult situations is going to determine your success, how fast you get there, and the influence that you have on the people around you. Resiliency matters. It's a very important skill. If you've never heard of it, dig into it. Get a little more information and learn how it's going to help you go to the next level. It matters. It makes a difference. Your influence is going to be based off of how you act when things go bad. How well you make the best out of a bad situation is going to affect your ability to lead and grow. Success in leadership is based off of your, your resiliency skills. Learn them, hone them, and put them to the test. That's what we have for resiliency today. Thank you all for sticking through. This is a long episode. We, we talked a little bit about some important things today, but it's key that we hone those skills that are going to take us to the next level. That's what we're here for. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. Tell us some uh, ideas that you need to, some areas where you need to develop some more resiliency so we can help you out. Thanks for sticking around. This is your host, Damian L. Butler. See y'all next time on Tuesdays and Thursdays, the podcast.